Hello from ABA Mid-Year Meeting 2017 in Miami, Florida. I'm Lauren Scaletti. I'm Greg Brooker. I'm Catherine Mickelson. And we're on the road with Legal Talk Network. back. So my last interview of the day, this is uh, day two of three here in my beautiful <laughs> Miami, Florida. I talked about this a little bit in the last interview, but we are sitting next to a gorgeous canal that goes out into the Atlantic and you get these incredible yachts uh, now pulling off and a freighter will go by too. And it's not a very big canal. It's impressive. They fit, but amazing nonetheless. So I want to say hi to my guests. I have Gregory Brooker and Catherine Mickelson. Welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having us. Absolutely. Happy to be here. So I bravely stepped into the waters of public sector law, the ethical considerations <laughs> thereof. I had no idea what it was about, and so that uh, uh, piqued my curiosity, and I wasn't sure. Now, we met, uh, and we've talked, and so pleasantly surprised. I wasn't sure how exciting this interview was going to be, but I'm pleasantly surprised that they're going to have some fun. <laughs> and, uh, so, but before we get into it, I just want to learn a little bit more about you for, for the benefit of our audience. Where do you work? What do you do? Mr. Brooker, let's start with you. All right. So I've been a government lawyer most of my career. Uh, started out at a big firm and hated it. So I jumped into public sector representation. And now I'm at the U.S. Attorney's Office up in Minneapolis. Excellent. Is it cold up in Minneapolis? Oh, it's cold. 10 degrees right now. What is it here? 80? It's beautiful here. <laughs> so stark contrast. Correct. All right. Ms. Mickelson. Yes, I am the associate director of the Government and Public Sector Lawyers Division, and I've been at the ABA a long time, but I was a government lawyer for the beginning of my career. I worked for a couple of federal agencies, and that's kind of how I got this job and uh, partly how this program came to be. Excellent. Well, let's learn more about it. So this program's got a history, and I'm sure uh, some of our listeners will want to learn a little bit more about it. So let's start with that. Go ahead, it's, Greg. It's got a great history. We go back 22 years when a bunch of lawyers were around the table commiserating about how boring ethics CLEs can be for lawyers, especially government lawyers. And so... This division of the ABA came up with a live show that they took on the road. We've been to all 50 states, um, and it's an interactive ethics for government lawyers. And kind of the fun thing about it is that we do a little bit of role playing, and we have a series of hypotheticals that are actually very real life and um, very common scenarios that government lawyers encounter day to day. Yeah, that's true. So the panelists, we usually, when we go to a state, have some of our regular people like, like Catherine and me, but then we add people. So for example, today we had a U.S. district court judge join the panel for the fun and she role played right along with us. That's great. That's great. So obviously on the, uh, the menu for today is a little bit of this we're going to share with our audience some of this role-playing. So I guess we have to put on our thespian hats and uh, do a little performance for them. So where would you guys like to get started on that? What's the sticky situation we find ourselves in ethically? I think, I think we should do, Catherine, the one where we have the police officer who is accused of excessive force, right? Yes. And it's a ser very serious topic. We zero in on the fact that this poor government lawyer is representing both the city and the individual police officer, right? Yes. 
Okay. So I'm police officer Fister yes. in this scenario. And I am Susie Diligence, and I am the assistant city attorney. And you're going to interview me because I've just been sued, as has the city, because I've allegedly used excessive force in an arrest, In an right? arrest situation. Okay, so here we go. Officer Fister, hi, thanks for coming by. Well, thanks. Um, you know, I've, my shift's starting in just a few minutes. I don't have a lot of time. We'll What's be, up? We'll be quick. Um, I want to go over the uh, allegations here. This case is really serious. That bogus um, case? Well, um, I know what you're talking about. I got served with a complaint. This is a bunch of BS. Why do you say that? Because she went ballistic on me. And if anyone, I should be suing her. She's kicking and screaming out of control. Okay, the arrestee, I'd like to mention to you, officer, is 5'2 and 101 pounds. Yeah, and I'm 6'2, but she, I don't know if she was on meth or what, but she was crazy and full of adrenaline. And so I've got bruises. I mean, this was a messy arrest. Officer. Let's look at this from the viewpoint of a jury. It doesn't look good. It Here's does not thing. look good. I'm running to my shift right now, but I do not want to settle this case. You're my lawyer, right? You're just representing me? I don't know. L listen, let me think about it. I'll get back to you in a couple weeks, All okay? Right. So that's just one example of one scenario, and it goes on to... Um, and, of course, there the situation is really who's the client. So she's representing both the city, the deep pocket that's got to pay the damages, but she's also representing me, the cop, and I don't want to settle the case. The city manager, it comes out later, wants to settle, and so she's in this ethical dilemma, and we kick it out to the audience then to kind of help us troubleshoot our way through the ABA model rules and whatever rules apply in the state that they're the government lawyers practicing in. And kind of the fun part of it is getting the audience back and forth, you know, getting the attendees, the participants to pipe up and tell their war stories and say, you know, I had a situation similar to that and how I handled it. And that's the fun of it. Yeah. You know, so when we you do. Get that yeah. Back and forth. We do about 15 of those hypotheticals in the course of what? A couple hours? 15, no, five. Oh, five or six. <laughs> well, I think we've written up 15 that oh, we use. Oh, oh yeah. We have we like use. a, yeah. <laughs> so um, when so we go on So does Mr. get his uh, day in court? What happens? So at the very end, right? She's probably got to get a, a different lawyer for the officer who doesn't want to settle the case. And the, the issue is, can she at least stay on and represent the city? Exactly. And, you know, this is fairly common where you're representing two clients and they have a common interest, but then it diverges at some point. And it's just like, uh-oh, what do I do? That's a great example. So uh, did you guys have any more? That you'd like to share? So we have another one oh, um, where <laughs> Catherine's getting nervous on me. I'm, <laughs> this one deals with a U.S. senator, okay. right? And the attorney who helped her in her campaign to become U.S. senator. And now that attorney is hired on behalf of the United States Senate. And so you see he's now got a different role, right? He's now an attorney to the whole Senate, not just this individual senator. And let's role play. Okay, I'm gonna be the senator, yeah? Yeah, you're okay. the senator, I'm the What's lowly attorney. Can I make some popcorn? Yes. <laughs> you can 
just don't use it. Just don't use a current United States senator's name, right? Come up with a name. It doesn't matter. So the names have been changed to protect the innocent. Correct. Yes, absolutely. So Senator Lansing, you call me into your office. Yeah. How can I help you? Yeah, um, I'm just so happy that that you've been representing me. You know, we've been together so long. You right, know, we go way back. We go way back, and um, many campaigns, and this successful one that yeah. now you're a United States senator. Absolutely, and I just want to tell you though, I'm upset because I I just got a phone call. Oh, what about from? my campaign finances? That they're doing some sort of investigation in the United States Attorney's Office. Oh. And I am starting to freak out. You know I haven't done anything wrong. You know I've been on the up and up. I mean, we have this long relationship. We we do go way back. I've, I've got to kind of sort this out, Senator, because we do go way back. And I've helped you with the campaign. But the United States Attorney is investigating. Have you received? Whoa. I think I better um, go back to my office. Well, and you're try my to... lawyer. I mean, you well, can make this right, can't you? I, 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 um, you know, let me get back to you while I do some research, but I may not be your lawyer for purposes of this. What are you talking about? I'll, um, let, me, let me get back to you, Senator. Um, we'll have to chat. And please don't give me any notes or any files at I, this point. Well, I have some notes. Have you been subpoenaed? Wait, wait. No. No, no. Oh, no? Okay, no. Okay. All right. Let's reconvene in an hour while I sort this out. Okay, so walk us through what's going on there. Where where's the ethical dilemma? All right. So the attorney right has a long history with this senator and in fact when he was in private practice it comes out in the hypothetical right that he represented her, which is all fine and good, but now he gets hired by the United States Senate and no longer represents her as an individual, He's right? He's representing the office of. I gotcha. Yeah. So any personal notes, private interaction, we sort through with the audience, right? It's very interactive. What should this poor government attorney do now that he finds himself in this situation where there's a pending investigation of this individual senator, but his obligation and client is the United States Senate? And to complicate it, that she really thinks he is her personal attorney, so, which is not the case. You've got to have this song and dance as a government lawyer right away about, I used to represent you in private practice, but now I've been hired by the government, and I no longer represent you as an individual. And so we have fun kind of sorting that out in this hypothetical. So he needs to say no. Right. So Correct. he has to reconfirm with her that, hey, I represent the office of the United States Senate, I no longer represent you, especially in a pending criminal or civil investigation. It's a lot more complicated than that <laughs> in, in the hypothetical, but that's kind of the end yeah, result, Yeah, that's kind right? of, yep, yeah, exactly. Well, you know, who said that uh, ethical considerations couldn't be fun? So thank you guys so much for, for stopping by and giving us a little bit of highlight about what you discussed. And, and I'm sure it's uh, very educational. I got a lot out of it. And I think, uh, I think the role playing that you're doing really helps deliver the message and really helps people connect. So right. uh, wonderful teaching mechanism Thanks. that you're employing fun there. To be thank here. you. Well, so uh, one last question for you before, uh, before we turn the mics off for the day. 
And uh, this is just, you know, we've got listeners that are attorneys are going to be hearing these as we put them out with the ABA and put them out through our own channels. If they wanted to follow up with you or attend one of these sessions that you're putting on the traveling show, how can they reach you? They can check out our website at www.governmentlawyer.org. And it has all the information about the upcoming programs. We're going to do a webinar on this in June sometime. I don't know the date exactly yet. So somebody could do a webinar right from their desktop and check it out that way. Well, excellent. Well, we've reached the end of the road for today's episode, and I want to thank our guests for joining us today, and also thank you, our listeners, for tuning in. If you like what you heard today, please rate us on iTunes. We'll see you next time for another episode of On the Road, Legal Talk Network. If you'd like more information about what you've heard today, please visit LegalTalkNetwork.com. Subscribe via iTunes and RSS. Find us on Twitter and Facebook, or download our free Legal Talk Network app in Google Play and iTunes. The views expressed by the participants of this program are their own and do not represent the views of, nor are they endorsed by, Legal Talk Network, its officers, directors, employees, agents, representatives, shareholders, and subsidiaries. None of the content should be considered legal advice. As always, consult a lawyer. Uh